What's up, everybody? Hello, loungers. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. This is Alan. I'm Randy. And I'm Rob. And we are the Lounge SD. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks so much for your continued support. Um, again, if you're not following us on Instagram, you're kind of a loser. If you Damn. if you want to catch up, if you want to catch up to the <laughs> hype train, we're gonna be posting out uh, this whole week from Comic Con. You know, we're coming from San Diego Comic Con. We live here in San Diego. Well, most of us live here in San Diego. Um, that's all right. You're from San Diego, bro. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, so we're po- we're gonna be posting all week throughout Comic Con. I think, uh, Randy, you come in what day? Uh, Tuesday. I'll be driving in. So you'll be driving in Tuesday, and I think we're having our um, our annual pre Comic Con dinner Tuesday night. Correct. Uh, that is the plan right now, assuming that, uh, everyone can make it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Follow us on it on uh, Instagram, especially, um, our Instagram tag is at the lounge SD. That's T H E L O U N G E S D all one word tag us fam. All right. Um, all right. So let's do a weekly catch up on nerd news. Uh, first things first, I think all three of us were part of this this uh, crazy event that happened on Reddit, on the subreddit R Thanos did nothing wrong, and the event was pretty much just everyone who subbed and commented on the subreddit is now part of this subreddit, and uh, was it was it last Sunday? Right? Yeah, it was last uh, Sunday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was last Sunday. Um, they just they banned half of the subreddit, and they they live streamed it on Twitch. I don't know. I didn't watch the live stream anyway, but um, but they yeah, live streamed it, it on dope. Twitch. <laughs> so what? I mean, what was happening? They were just showing the list of users that were being banned uh, real time. Yeah. So right. it was basically just a program. Like all you could see on the stream was just. A program uh, and it was just scrolling through the list of names that it was banning and it was very long and it was very slow just the way that some people like it um, <laughs> but I think the entire process took like eight hours or something like that it was a long Jeez. time to finish banning everybody but yep. uh yeah, well, when, one thing that was dope was that if you didn't get banned, you got a cool little, uh, what do they call those? Emblems? Not emblems. Pin? Uh, badge? badge? Badge. There you go, badge. You got a cool little badge uh, on your profile if you survived, and then if you got banned, you got another a different uh, badge. So that was pretty cool. That was a very, very cool event for a Reddit to take part of and it was kind of crazy how it started off as kind of like a small following and then it just blew up and it got to the point where like the uh the directors uh the russo brothers and even thanos himself i think we actually mentioned that in the last recording we did Um, yeah so it actually went through and and it was cool to see the whole uh community i guess come together and see what happens i think it ended up having like six hundred thousand people subscribed and then they banned half of them so that was pretty dope pretty dope 
Yeah, so uh, um, of the three of us that were in that um, subreddit, uh, I think Randy and I were legitimately part of the subreddit. Yeah. Because <laughs> you had to subscribe to the subreddit, and on top of that, you had to comment or you had to post. And Rob, you did not post, right? Uh, I did post, but the problem was I posted to the wrong subreddit. <laughs> I, posted, <laughs> I posted to like uh, subreddit of the Hard day. Wild or yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> at some point the subreddit was the subreddit of the day, and right. what's weird is that when the subreddit is the subreddit of the day, it's not really a part of its own anymore. It's on that subreddit of the day subreddit um so it oh. does make sense yeah it's like a totally different entity it's like they uh they it's like our repost, best basically yeah yeah they just repost on that subreddit yeah um, so it so, wasn't entirely my fault i did it correctly i just no. did it on the wrong day yeah yeah basically Damn. all right well that's good to know i thought i was just a complete idiot turns out well, just a little uh, halfway, halfway in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah so um and, yeah it's uh, we survived for the most part. Our Randy's sister did not survive. She got no. the ban. Yeah, she, she got did. the ban hammer hard. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, we were just like, well, that sucks. Yep. I think Move like, it, yeah, it ended like later on in the day, but then we we're all fine. Um, another nerd news we we saw, um, <clears throat> we saw that Kevin Feige announced that there's a definitive ending to Avengers Four. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts on that? I'll go first. Um, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, I think, yeah, we're going to come to a, like a, fi- uh, like a finite c- conclusion at the end of Avengers 4. I think they're, whoever's going to die or whoever's, you know, contracts are up or what have you, um, they're going to officially like pass the torch. So there'll be some, some conclusion for, for the fans. Um, I also remember them saying not not recently, but um, I think it was right after Infinity War came out, and there was a bunch of hype and stuff. But they're saying that uh, they they want to take the focus off the Avengers like team team up movies, I guess. Yeah. And really focus on another team or another another saga or something in the in the MCU. So uh, it's interesting. I, I do you know they couldn't you know have this good thing going for forever. So it's it's good that it's coming to some kind of conclusion. I mean. Infinity War in and of itself was, you know, one of the, if not the most, like, you know, crazy cinematic things, adventures that's ever going to happen. Yeah, Yeah, events, yeah, in our lifetime. So I'm glad I was here for it. I'm glad I got to witness it. Um, And I'm hyped for what's to come, but also a little little bit on the sad side, man. You know, oh, shit. Yeah, it sounds like you're uh, you're living living the Fast and the Furious over there, bro. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually recording this on my uh, crotch rocket, so I had to just pass this nice. back. Excuse me. <laughs> all um, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we all love the MCU, and it, it holds something dear in our hearts. And, like, I guess we can tell all tell our grandchildren, like, we got to see the greatest cinematic event um, ever known in existence, ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, at least until then. Yeah, until DC comes up with something. But anyway. <laughs> um, so on other nerd news, uh, New York Comic Con tickets sold today, and they sold out today. Uh, today's Sunday, the fifteenth of July, so they all sold out today. 
um, and that's for October of this year. So if you were trying to get it and then you're listening to the podcast now or you're watching the stream, too late! Yeah, it's a um, little too late for that. <laughs> yeah, none of us copped, but we're planning on going to TwitchCon, so... Um, I mean, with New York Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con, like, are we really surprised that it sold out? Because... Um, that's really the next best thing when it comes to comic conventions. Cons. Yeah. You know, so I'm not surprised that it sold out. Uh, I know eventually we want to make our way out there. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, it's, definitely. It's nice that we have experience with San Diego Comic Con because now really there aren't any other conventions that are quote unquote tough for us. San Diego Comic-Con kind of set the bar pretty high. So if we really want to go to New York, we can make it happen. At least as of right now. You know, the hype might start going up to New York, especially after uh, this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> Excuse me. On why I say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys feel like because we started off with San Diego Comic-Con, um, like all the other comic conventions, whether it's Emerald, Emerald City or New York Comic Con, do you feel like it's a little lackluster in comparison? Or do you feel like if you go into that of a New York Comic Con or an Emerald City Comic Con, like you'll, I don't know if you'll dwindle down your standards or like, I, like how do you guys feel about going to that, like to a New York Comic Con or, or an Emerald City? Uh, I think... Honestly, yeah, my, my expectations go down a little bit considering that San Diego Comic-Con's the big boy. You know, when you say Comic-Con, the majority of people know that you're talking about San Diego. Uh, mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that there are plenty of other conventions that are starting to catch up. You know, as, like I said, New York is. Um, so, yeah, my expectations go down a little bit, but... You know, I, I think it's kind of a good thing. Like you go to New York with the mindset, okay, it's not going to be as crazy. The lines aren't going to be as bad, but you could still have fun. I'm not saying that the other conventions aren't fun, but it's just a little bit uh, more toned down. So that's actually a positive. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, there's we've we got something to look forward to for next year if we ever. If we want to consider going to that, or even Emerald City, um, I'm I'm just excited to branch out to other comic cons. Considering we've only been to uh, San Diego Comic Con, well, I've been to San Diego. I think Randy, you went to New York, right? No, no. Oh, you I went wanted to PAX. To. You went to yeah, PAX. I went to PAX. Yeah. So um, now we'll just get into the to the um, meat of the episode. <clears throat> so this episode, we're going to be going over. The Comic-Con and the upcoming Comic-Con, which is next weekend here in San Diego, the San Diego Comic-Con International. Um, this has been a year in the making, I guess you could say. Uh, we've been looking forward to this day since last year and the year before that and the year before that. Like It's just, it's just <laughs> an ongoing thing. Um, more so, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but for me, <clears throat> I treat it more as a, I treat it more as a uh, family reunion type thing um you know especially with randy being on the east coast last year uh our cousin jay shout out jd um you know he's on the east coast in virginia so and then now we have you know randy in the nor uh, norcal uh dante 
being mid Cal, I don't know where. <laughs> <laughs> north um, SoCal. <laughs> north North SoCal. Um, so you know, it, like, and then you know, for the one week, and for the one weekend, like, we're just all together. You yep. know, like we're like it. It seriously feels like this could be our family reunion, if you will. Um, and every year we we get together, and then you know, come Sunday we're we're at each other's ner you know last nerves. But um, like it's it really is just fun. And now we're building into the hype. Uh, we have a couple of newcomers this year. Um, I think Rob, they're your cousins, right? Yeah, they've been to Comic Con before, but this is their first time rolling with our squad. So it'll yeah, be when uh... you when you roll with our squad, it's not <laughs> that different from rolling with other squads. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, it's just it's exciting because it's here again. You know, last year, um, last year was hype. Uh, every year's hype, and then you know, getting ready. You know, we get schedules coming out with Hall H, Ballroom Twenty. Uh, we get exclusives coming out, announced in April, May. Uh, and it's just, you know, little by little, you know, we start getting more and more hype. And then here we are, the Sunday before Comic-Con week. Uh, I think Randy said it best. It's Comic-Con week. Yep. Because what day does it say on your calendar? It better be Sunday. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Randy, let's go with you first. What days do you plan on going? Actually, uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. Okay. All three of us are going the same days. <laughs> but the thing like, is, gonna, is that. But you guys are going to be there. You guys are going to be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. But then We're Saturday be there the and whole Sunday. Event. Have, yeah. Saturday and Sunday, you have uh, tickets to the showroom floor. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So this um, is going to be our first year where we didn't get all days. Um, at least the first year in a long time. I think. Uh, this is my 10th year in a row. I think it's yours too, Rob. Because I remember in 09, you were there. We just weren't in the same uh, squad. That was yeah, we before we started. But um, yeah, so it'll be 10 years in a row. But this is our first time that we switched it up. And uh, we only got two days. We only got Saturday and Sunday. Uh, because the mindset was that we spend thursday and friday camping out for hall h um True. and we were like okay well if we're camping out you know thursday and friday what's the point of spending the money for the badges um so we decided to kind of skip out on those save a little bit of money and you know only get saturday and sunday but that well, kind of backfired huge well, huge oh, backfire. let, me, let me just let, let me just uh remember or let me just jog your guys memory it wasn't just because we were camping out thursday and friday that we didn't get thursday and friday it was because we weren't even planning on going yeah. to comic-con next year or That's this it. year you know so right. we were just planning on getting sunday tickets and just like saying well you know fuck it whatever fuck it like we, we just won't even go to comic-con next year like um i think randy <laughs> randy you know with uh his new kid um rob with plan i think you were planning on traveling or you just plan you know it was just taking it was just expensive you know like it was just in the middle of the year is expensive so we were just planning on copying sunday tickets and just being whatever about it and then next thing you know we're like well you know if we cop sunday tickets we cop saturday tickets like let's at least go to hall h and just you know have fun yeah um 
you know, and then, uh, <laughs> and then when we were actually buying, I think we still had the opportunity to get Thursday and Friday. We just didn't, you know, yeah. I think, you know, obviously it's a really expensive event. Um, so that's another reason why we didn't get all the days, but um, I'm still happy we get to go again. I still, I'm still happy. We're going to be in the thick of things. Um, uh, Saturday and Sunday are probably Saturday, especially is probably one of the better days of Comic-Con anyway. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, just, I'm excited to go. Um, but this year, you know, aside from those changes to Comic-Con, you know, where we have, um, we have changes to Comic-Con in general, you know, and then one of those biggest, one of the big changes is probably the exclusives portal. Um, that's a new one to Co- San Diego Comic-Con. I, I think it was introduced to WonderCon this year, I think. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on the exclusives portal? I want to say that I hate it, <laughs> but, I, but I understand why it's there and why we have it. Um, a lot of people have been complaining about like people camping out downtown overnight and like the amount of time wasted and the hype for exclusives and, and all that. And so I guess, you know, it's just a, a thing of escalation um, to where, you know, the best way to resolve that is just to do an RNG, uh, just a random lottery. You know, you kind of throw your name into the hat and whoever gets, uh, whoever's name gets drawn, gets all the, gets all the glory. So um, I, I kind of, I kind of hate it because, you know, from, from our standpoint, you know, like Rainbow, like you had said, this is our 10th year in a row doing it. We've grown accustomed to a certain way of Comic-Con whereby, yeah. you know, we would camp out, we would put in the work, um, sleep on the concrete, eat burritos as our sole <laughs> like meal for the day, um, <laughs> possibly not shower overnight and then, you know, have to rush back and forth with our gear and stuff. Um, just so that we could solidify our chance, or at least increase our chance of copying exclusives, um, namely the Hasbro, Lego, um, and Marvel booth, I think was like our top three that we would go after. Yeah. And um, with the changes now, they've kind of taken that away from us. We we can't commit, we can't put in that work um, to get that to get those uh, exclusives anymore. Now it's it's all left up to, to RNG, and so I kind of hate it, but at the same time, I kind of like it now because you know even when we would line up there was still a chance we wouldn't get that voucher or um you know the line they would cut it off before we got to the front yeah at least but, you know but we put in the work to make sure that that didn't happen you know what i mean for the most right. part we would make sure that we and and we used to say this you know we used to stay woke we used to mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know modify our plans and we used to uh make sure that we were at the beginning of the line. We were never at the front, but you know what I mean? Like we would intentionally. So my example that I'm going to pull from is the Lego minifigures. Like we would intentionally scope out the scene hours in advance and say, okay, the line started, but there's only 30 people. All right, we'll come back in about an hour. Let's see what happens. Okay. Mm -hmm. We come back in an hour. Okay. Oh snap. There's, 200 people now okay we got to get in line now you know what i mean like we were we were on top of the game now there's nothing we can do you know so it kind of sucks that we can't even change our game in any way it's it's a fair system don't get me wrong i i I get it because people that couldn't do that you know i get it with families and stuff like that it's it's fair but i just 
as a collector, it's like we used to put in the work to get the exclusives that we wanted. And with this system, I mean, with this system, I think there were plenty of things that we didn't get as a group. Like none of us got chosen to uh, buy anything at Funko. Uh, I think maybe one or two of us got picked for Hasbro out of 10 of us Mm -hmm. Uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, even though we tried to put in work, there's only so much that we can do and it shows. So that totally changed our game for Comic-Con. Um, so I'm a little salty about it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but the exclusives portal is really for, for the best, I think for the, uh, average con goer. Yeah. Which is the majority. Let's be real here. The majority of people are traveling in and they're international guests. And when they try to get that exclusive and then they show up to the line and there's you know a thousand people ahead of them it's pretty discouraging and to keep people coming back they have to make it fair and this was this was the way so as much as the collect as much as the collector in me hates it as a a con goer and a fan i'll take it yeah and you know what's funny is that we we started off this podcast talking about the Thanos did nothing wrong and the snapping, but this is exactly kind of what happened with the exclusives portal is that we, you know, we kind of just RNG'd into the exclusives. Like I think Rob and I both got Sunday with a UCC distributing, whoever that is. Yeah. Um, uh, and no, I don't think anyone of our crew, and I think there's 10 of us, none of our crew got Funko. Yeah, so none of us did. I, I ran into some people who also got uh, Comic-Con tickets at Hot Topic while I was uh, Funko Pop hunting the other day, and they were saying, like, they didn't get Funko either. And, I, you know, it's, as sad as it sounds to us who, you know, put in 12 hours of camping overnight, who put over, you know, who, who put in the work, it's it's kind of relieving to know that others will get a chance you know people people who don't have the opportunity to camp overnight because they have a kid or people who people who only have that one day you know have that opportunity to go you know to camp or or to cop without having to camp overnight you know it's just it's just all rng um and you know how many times have we been you know the front 200 people in line you know on you know on a thursday morning or wednesday night and then come you know come time to line up for your hasbro or your lego all of a sudden there's like thousands of people ahead of you and you're just like where the hell did you all come from you know and then and then we all know about those vendor passes who you know who sneak in or who are already on the show floor once they open the doors like that's why people run going down the stairs or going down the escalators <laughs> because because you have to beat those vendors or yeah. the ADA line, um, and you have to beat those people to get there. And people like don't get me wrong, there's people in the ADA line who can't, you know, who who are obviously need the ADA line. Yeah. Um, but there's people who who shouldn't be in the ADA line who are in the ADA line because they have like an issue. And kind of, it's kind of like watching somebody park in a in a disabled 
parking lot and you're like, dude, like, what about this dude over here who is in a wheelchair? Over yeah. like, you can, you know. No, it's it's definitely oh, a thing dude. where people take advantage of <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. a quote unquote disability. Um, yeah. And, and that's not just... that's not uh you know, saying, oh, people with disabilities are an issue at all. No, not it's at just, all. You know, there are definitely people that take advantage we of the take system. take advantage of it, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we all talk about backdooring and then um, and vendor passes getting on the, to the show floor before the rest of the, um, before the general public do. Yeah. And, you know, at this, at, at least this way, it's, it's fair. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con did nothing wrong snapping um you know it is what it is um and that's you know the same thing same thing goes for the signing portal um i think that's also that was also on there i didn't sign up for anything did you guys sign up for any signing yeah i did i signed up for uh the big studios oh well wb but the big uh signings like lego movie uh I forgot what the other ones Fantastic were. Beasts. Yeah, Fantastic Beasts. And I think that it actually is one for Venom. Yeah, they added Venom later. Um, so I signed up for those. I didn't get any. Godzilla? But right? Yeah, Godzilla was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't get any. So I actually got chosen for nothing. Except for uh, the poster that they announced. like the Mondo way... poster? Yeah, the Mondo poster that they announced months ago. I actually yeah. got picked for that, which is cool, but um, which is as better far than nothing. As, yes. I got nothing. I didn't. Um, well, I didn't get that. Yeah, but I just uh, as far as the main exclusives portal stuff, I didn't get picked for anything. But Rob, what about you? Uh, I yeah, as Alan mentioned, I, the only I only got one, which was the Sunday UCC distributing. Um, which I'm, I, I'm halfway excited about, but I know Sunday is always like the rough day with exclusives. Um, a lot of the time they'll be out, especially I think my time, my wait time or my voucher time is like three or something like that. So it's like the ass end of Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, we'll see, man. We'll see what RNG has in store for me. Um, and then the other, I guess the other come up that I came out wasn't through the exclusives portal, but um, it was through the uh, one IOTA website and uh that was i scored conan tickets for wednesday so that's a that's a pretty big win i think yeah and i think all of us signed up for the for conan and uh you're the only one that copped yep yeah out of all only days one. yeah it's and so I, rough now man yeah but again it's fair it allows okay. <laughs> you know like like i just you know i feel bad because like i'm i'm over here or we i i don't want to complain um, I know we put in the work before to cop Hasbro, cop Lego, um, but it, you know it's RNG. Can't get mad at RNG. Like it's just not meant to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of exclusives, uh, was there anything you're picking up at the UCC um, distributing, Rob? Uh, the only yeah, I'm just uh, since we assuming, caught L's... assuming everything assuming everything is there. Oh yeah, if everything's still there. Um, since we caught L's. <laughs> You know, across the board for Funko, um, uh-huh. I'm trying to pick up whatever Funko exclusives I'm able to get my hands on. Mm-hmm. So through UCC distributing, they have the uh, the Megazord. Um, is it six six inch pop? Yeah. Um, no. No. It's not six. No, it's the um, it's just the Megazord, the metallic Megazord. 
Okay. I feel like all of all the Megazords are six inch though. But let me. Yeah, they're check. like the vehicle scale. Um, yeah. Well, okay. anyway, checks on that. The other, the other one is, uh, I believe, there's like a Vegeta. Oh, you're right. It's it's a six inch. Yeah. You're right. Push up. And the Vegeta. The thing that and sucks the... with ECC is that none of those are Comic Con exclusives. A lot of the a lot of the Funko Pops aren't even Comic Con exclusives. Like they'll be shared yeah. exclusives. Yeah. Right. But right. We all know that sticker means a lot. <laughs> what su- I mean, it sucks, but yeah, that sticker, that San Diego Comic Con exclusive, holds a lot of weight when it comes to collectors. It does. So, you know, even though like that morning, because I didn't get tickets for Funko, uh, mm-hmm. I think they go live on. Wednesday or Thursday morning, I'm just gonna buy them all online, and just have them sent to my house. And all right, I didn't have to put in the work, but which ones? They don't. Uh, all the shared exclusives, like uh, okay, uh, yeah. like the Hot Topic ones, are probably going live on Wednesday, and I'll just order them through Hot Topic, and uh, yeah, have to worry about shipping and stuff, and they won't have the sticker, but I still get the pop. So as a collector, uh, I'm yeah. I'm still happy, you know. Again, like it's, it's back to what our B, our friend B said because it feels like a lot of us in the chat are, are, in our group chat at least, are copying Funko Pops for the sake of reselling. But um, to what our friend B was talking about was that like cop what you feel you like, you know. So at the very end of the day, if you're if you're getting a Funko Pop for the sake of reselling, and then you see that resale price go down and down and down, like that's your bad. You know, like no one told you, no one told you to buy a Gilderoy Lockhart because it's a BNN exclusive, you know, <laughs> or you know, or like a Deadpool because you know a Deadpool because it's an exclusive. Like there's other people who want Deadpool, um, yeah. and don't you know? Don't go out there saying like, well, is this worth it because of this pop? And then like, if it's worth it to you, and that you know, I think we all say that when we're getting fun codes, like, is it worth it to you? Because um, you know, I think our friend B dropped what four hundred dollars on a pop. Uh, at least that's pop? what that's what it had on the sticker. He didn't actually say how much he paid. Oh, but okay. The sticker, so, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a high dollar, and he actually bought two. But yeah, but yeah. still, it's like you know, at the end of the day, like it, money. But like he enjoys collecting them. You know, yes. it's not like it's not like he's in it to resell them. Like maybe eventually in the future, sure, but. Like at the end of the day, like I have, like I'll have all my Incredible collection here, you know, from Incredibles too, and I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm happy with it. You know, a couple of them I paid extra for, but aside from that, I'm happy with it. But if you're in the game to cop for resale, um, and then you see the resale prices go down, like don't get mad at anyone else except for yourself, you know? Yeah. Um. Uh. But um. So. We all struck out on Funko, but do you guys want to talk about any of the Funko exclusives that are there this year? Uh, sure. I mean, Randy, it's funny because I had that listed on my uh, topics mm. to talk about things that I'm hyped for, mm-hmm. and realistically, I'm only hyped for the Funko Pops. Uh, and the ones specifically that I'm interested in are the Power Ranger ones. So there is the Megazord that we already talked about. Uh, there's a Alpha 5, a black and gold version that they're going to have at the bait booth. Um, specifically from the Moana set, 
I want the Neon Tamatoa, which is fire. I think that's the best looking pop that I'm going to try to get. And then uh, the Sweeper Bot from Destiny. So I'm trying to get not all of the Destiny characters, but most of the fire ones. Like, I don't really care for uh, Ikora and some of the other characters. I want the raid bosses, Cade 6, and some of the more unique characters. But, um, yeah, those are the ones that I'm really hyped for, especially from Funko. Uh, Bandai let me down this year, um, so I'm not going to have another uh, weapon or Power Ranger piece to my collection that I mentioned in our previous collections episode. Um, so I'll be skipping Bandai this year and Hasbro just has nothing this year. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to exclusives yeah. and of course exclusives are really for each individual person, right? Mm. Some people that are really into Harry Potter, they might be into things uh, that I'm not into and I get it. But for me, yeah, Hasbro just dropped the ball this year. Um, and I just, I personally feel that they've been on a downward trend. Rob, what do you think about that statement? <laughs> uh, I, I agree. I mean, I feel like a less and less hype to go to, to get tickets from Hasbro. I think when we first started our 10-year run, we were really hyped because uh, Mighty Mugs were still in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their their convention exclusives were nasty. I still beam with pride looking at my um, I forget what year it was twenty twelve or something like that. The uh, the Avengers. It was right yeah. after Avengers came out. Yeah, they had the mini mugs except for a giant man. He was actually like a normal oh. size mighty mug, yeah. so he was busting out of the box, which I thought was amazing. And of course, it was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Um, so I'm really happy that that's in the collection. But yeah, since then it's just been you know a lot of uh. They've been pushing Star Wars pretty hard, especially with the new movies coming out and stuff. I think there was one really badass when they when they initially announced like the the Black Series line. Yep. One of the first ones they had was the Boba Fett, and you know he's my favorite character, and so you know he they dropped him and and I had to pick him up. I, uh, Do you still and, have it? You know, no, I had two, and I I, I resold both of them. <laughs> Dang, because I know the they went up a good amount. Yeah, they did. They did. So, all right. Um. But yeah, no, and the Black Series is still going. I think this year they announced the Dr. Aphra um, set that comes with the droids and stuff. So if you're really into the Darth Vader comics, and I think she has her own comic spinoff. So they've, they've been really pushing like the expanded universe, um, not necessarily the movie stuff. I think last year we got the uh, Admiral Thrawn um, Black Series figure and stuff too. So, I mean, if you're a huge like Star Wars fan and like the Star Wars toys, like definitely Hasbro is your is your booth to hit up. Right, right. But um, as for us, like we're we really like fanboy over the Marvel stuff, and I think a lot of that is kind of found just straight up at the Marvel merch booth now. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I'm I've become less and less hype, especially since you know Hasbro. The other thing they used to do was really dope collabos between their properties. Um, so you would have like the Transformer and GI Joe like mashup sets, yeah. and those were really badass. So good. But um. Yeah, man, they just they haven't really brought that heat. At least I yeah I agree with you in that yeah they they haven't really brought it these last couple years. Um, so sorry Hasbro and Hasbro fans, but yeah, man, until you guys really hit us with something good, you know you're, we're gonna keep uh keep making fun of you. <laughs> our podcast. One thing one thing that's gonna help Hasbro though is that they just picked up the Power Rangers. 
uh, the Power Ranger yeah, license. Bandai. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I think this is the last year that uh, Bandai has the Power Ranger license. So right, right. Hopefully Hasbro can uh, step the game up. And I was actually talking to one of our buddies, uh, which is a huge Power Ranger fan. And one of the fears with Hasbro picking it up is the quality of the uh, the weapons. So, like, the dagger and the Saba sword that we got, the quality was awesome. Like, there was metal and, like, really good quality plastic. The paint was really good. We're just scared that Hasbro's going to take over and it's going to be, like, a cheap, quit, uh, cheap kitty quality type toy you know what i mean so hopefully they can kind of have some sort of like uh collector edition you know like like how lego does that with the collector sets um hopefully they have that for hasbro but uh yeah what what are you excited for rob what what are you hyped for this year as far as exclusives Uh as far as exclusives go, yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing's really. I mean, <laughs> since the exclusive exclusives portal like uh, results have dropped, I've kind of like, you know, abandoned all hype <laughs> for exclusives <laughs> this year. Um, but uh, I was originally hyped when they announced it were the uh, the Lego uh, minifigures. As always, they really always really do. They always do a really good job with their uh, with their mashups. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Lego uh, two movie that's supposed to be coming out, and one of the uh, exclusive minifigures this year is uh unikitty um and i don't know if you guys have seen the trailer and stuff but the way that it starts is it's supposed to be like this like mad max dystopian lego world and so she's going to be in her like mad max style gear and i'm pretty sure it's going to only be available at comic-con um uh, then they also i think it was because of the hype from last year's deadpool duck deadpool gets another minifig this year um the deadpool sheriff which i would have loved to have copped so Um, sick (laughs) <laughs> yeah um the other exclusive and i'm really glad that i caught i'm sorry i'm really sad that i caught l's on was the uh, again the lego exclusive um set it's the uh millennium falcon cockpit where they they basically just yeah. you know in, enlarge the main cockpit and made it more you know play like the playability is there um and it comes with the han and chewy and of course it's based off the the solo movie but I mean, the box art, the the whole set in general, it just, you know, as a Star Wars fan, it just really spoke to me. So, yeah, I'm really bummed that I caught L's on that. But, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll see with some with some exclusives trading and stuff that's going to, of course, go on. We'll, we'll see if I still come up. But, yeah, how about, how about you guys? What are you guys excited for, Alan? Um, I'm, I'm on it. Like, I'm a big fan of bait um, and everything that they do. Like, I think I caught... I've copped everything from bait. Like, I think there was like the Sanrio, um, there were Sanrio pins a couple of years ago with, uh, oh my God, Sonic the Hedgehog collab. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That one I was hyped for. Um, they, like, a couple of years ago, I caught the G.I. Joe shoes that they had. Um, what else did they have? I'm just, I'm just a big fan of everything bait. So I'm, I'm excited to see what other collabs they're going to drop. This year, I think they dr- they're dropping uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah, not that hyped for that. I've never played. I never played it. I'd honestly, you know what? I've thought about it, and I'm like, dude, that'd be so much fun to play with, like Rob, Randy, and our, you know, our our crew. But um, obviously, like, we're not. We can't find that time to, to yeah. even hang out sometimes. So it's like, you know, how are we going to find that time to 
to build a you know a Dungeons and Dragons type like story, but um yeah so bait um they also have that Alpha Five um not that I was gonna cop that but like in case anyone needed it <clears throat> Randy <clears throat> yeah um <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna help cop on that what? um uh I also got so I also got UCC distributing for Sunday but I got it upon open um. So I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm um I'm excited to see like if they have the Megazord. Like the Megazord's sick. Um the metallic one. Um and also the uh Vegeta, right? Yeah. Yeah. Vegeta Pop. Um and there was a there was another one that I was gonna cop. Oh, the Gudetama. There's like Gudetama keychains, like collector's keychains. And my cousin Hannah loves Gudetama. So I was thinking, you know, she doesn't listen to the podcast because she doesn't listen to podcast period. But <laughs> in case she does, uh, surprise is ruined. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I totally feel you guys on Hasbro, dude. Like Hasbro's super lackluster. Um, Hasbro killed it a couple of years back with that uh, MTG nerf uh, axe. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Killed it. I mean, it was just awesome. Like, if if I didn't resell it, I would have been like happy to sell those cards and just kept the axe myself. Like that would be yeah. cool. I mean, and even like from collectors, uh, even from players who actually play MTG, uh, Magic: The Gathering. For those who are um, uninitiated, you are now initiated. Um, Mad, those Magic: The Gathering cards that came with the axe uh, were actually well like the art was really well done and then um our buddy yamin tells us that every year since then like it's just the quality of the cards have gone down and down and just and they're no longer um valid or like they're they don't need them in in tournament play or something like that so like the the quality and the um the hype around getting those cards are just very little um but the axe was just pretty dope um from Hasbro and then again if you're a Star Wars fan just you know Hasbro's a place to be um I remember <laughs> was it 2 years ago I think it was 2 years ago um there's so there's this alternative uh model group called the Suicide Girls um I don't know if any of you I don't know if any of our loungers have heard of it I know you guys but um here's a little side story so one of the suicide girls, uh, her name's Charlotte uh, Herbert. I forget yeah. her. Oh, Chad Suicide. That's her. That's her model name. Yeah. Um, I remember we were camping out, and we were pretty. We were pretty close up. We were pretty close up um, to. Uh, we were pretty close up to the front of the line for Thursday morning, and then so we were just we were getting pretty hype, and then I think Randy and Rob were like on their way back to the hotel or back from the house. This is when we still didn't have the, this is when we still didn't have the, um, what's it called? The hotel. Didn't have the hotel. Yeah. So you guys were on your way back to parking the car at the, uh, the parking lot. Yeah. And then you guys texted us and like, Hey, I just think I just saw Charlotte suicide or Chad suicide. And I don't know about you guys, but white girls and tattoos. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> white girls. 
white girls in tattoos, especially thick white girls in tattoos, like that's just hits a soft spot. All know? right, there it is, loungers. That's how you get to Alan. <laughs> <laughs> that's the key to his uh, heart. That's the key yeah. to my heart. <laughs> um, luckily, my girlfriend fills all that stuff. Okay, so we're, here we're we good. go. Move on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> get a room. Get a room. So, um, so Chad suicides walking down the street singing do what diddy diddy dum diddy do um and so she's well you know i'm walking i forget where i was headed to oh we were well, you guys were picking the um picking us up you were picking up the like the sleeping bags and all the pillows from us and um i dropped it off and then you know here comes chad suicide and i'm like hey are you chad suicide can i get a picture and she's like yeah and I was like, "Are you trying to?" Because she looks completely lost. You know, she's wearing her she's wearing her Belle costume and from Beauty and the Beast. Um, and she looked completely lost. And I remember I was like, "Are you trying to camp? Like, trying to get exclusive?" And she's like, "Yeah, I was trying to get the uh, <laughs> I was trying to get the um, Star Wars, the Stormtrooper pops from Hasbro. And I think they were the uh, Stormtrooper Samurai Stormtroopers, right?" No, they're just normal stone troopers. They're no. actually the, they were the the black series. The first order. Oh, the black series. Yeah. There you go. They're the black series from Hasbro. Um, and I think this was the same year I got the uh, Magic the Gathering. Oh no, no, this is the year after the axe. Um, so I remember I was like, you know what? Like, I I'm pretty close up in line. I can get them to you, and I can drop them off to the Suicide Girls booth. And she's like, yeah, just you know, come swing by and blah blah blah. So I, you know. I copped him and I gave him to her free of charge. Um, and I think she still streams to this day and they're like hanging up in the back of her stream um, with her and her boyfriend or her fiance now. Um, so I, I think that's a little cool nerdy slash neck beauty slash milady type thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so Hasbro is definitely a spot for, uh, for star Wars. Um, if you want to go, and I, I agree totally with you, Rob, on the Lego. Um, the Millennium Falcon was dope this year, um, and I was kind of bummed I didn't get it because even if I did cop the Lego, uh, if I did cop the Lego uh, exclusive portal RNG thing, I would have gotten that. If I like, if I had the chance to, I would have kept it. Uh, it was just such a dope uh, Lego set. Um, of the three so yeah uh everything else has just been lackluster you know obviously the funko pops and their shared exclusives so um yeah but um speaking of lackluster let's talk about hall h guys okay talk about well, the elephant in the room <laughs> the elephant in the room and hall h okay, okay uh, so. i'm gonna dive in i'm gonna dive in on this one because okay, uh, i have a lot to say Okay. So, right, just uh, <laughs> just to fill the loungers in on what Hall H is, all right. Uh, Hall H is the biggest. What what do you call it? Ballroom? No, I don't want to call it a ballroom. Um, yeah, we, we can we we can go ballroom because yeah, okay. It's like ballroom twenty. Yeah, um, and all those other ballrooms. So, so like... it's the biggest room where they show off panels. Um, there's about sixty three hundred seats that can that it can hold, um, and they have the biggest panels there. So when we were there, 
they've had all the big Marvel movies were announced there. They show off the trailers. They show exclusive footage, stuff like that. Uh, this year, they're going to have Venom, uh, Wonder Woman, and all these other ones that uh, are going to be there. So it brings a lot of hype. Uh, a few years back when Twilight was still big, uh, Twilight showed in Hall H, like they had the cast there and all that stuff. And that is really what started the camping out boom. Um, especially, I think people for Twilight were camping out yeah. from like Wednesday all the way up to uh, the panel on Saturday morning. So that started the the camping the out. Yeah. So. Uh, Hall H, that was something that we always, always tried for. Um, and we've had plenty of memories. I, I just posted on Instagram uh, earlier today, just six years ago, I posted that we were in Hall H and that uh, we got to see the Iron Man 3 panel and Robert Downey Jr. ran right by us. And it was an amazing experience. Um, but... Over the years, as Marvel's gotten bigger, it's been getting harder and harder to get into. Uh, last year was the most work that we've had to do. We camped out for, what was it, 36 hours? Yeah, uh, 36 yeah. hours, man. Yeah, yeah about 36 hours. Thursday, night, Thursday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, it was Thursday night. We started camping out, and we didn't even get into the actual hall until Saturday morning at around 9 a.m. So it was a long camp out. It was worth it. We had a great time, but it's getting a little crazy. Um, and I kind of touched on that a little bit when we were talking about how many days we have for our badges. Um, like I said, we didn't even buy Thursday and Friday because we were expecting to be in line um, for Saturday Hall H. Now, this year, the schedule changed a little bit. Um, this year, Marvel announced that they weren't going to be at Hall H. Then, and this isn't the, this isn't the first time they they announced that they weren't going to be in Hall H. I think two years ago, they weren't going to be in Hall H as well, or they did yeah, not show up to yeah. Hall H as well. So, so that's, that's that year, crazy. Yeah, thing. that year they had D twenty three, and it made sense. They're trying to push the Disney convention. I get it. This year is not a D23 year. Um, Kevin Feige, I think, was the one that just came out and said they're just not going to have one because they have nothing to, to, nothing show. to show. Yeah, they're, they're being very secretive about the MCU and the state of the MCU. Um, so they're hiding everything. But, okay, so they announced they weren't going to be there. They as in Marvel, Marvel Studios. Um, HBO said that they weren't going to be there and, uh, Stranger Things was another one that said they weren't going to be there. So that means Game of Thrones, which is one thing we get excited for. And another one is Westworld that we get excited for both gone. Stranger Things that we were hyped for last year, gone. Um, and then really the only thing that's going to be there this year is... Uh, WB slash DC and the thing is is that we've been burned by them before as in 
we camped out for however long and then they have their panel and immediately after their panel they upload their trailers that they showed uh yep onto the internet and that alone ruined it for us um because the way marvel does it is that they show off all that footage and it disappears don't get me wrong there are people that record the footage and stuff like that and yeah you can see their footage online and stuff but for the most part marvel does a pretty good job at shutting those down and making sure that good quality ones don't stick around Mm -hmm. um so there are plenty of things that i still haven't seen on the internet that we saw at hall h um but this year just is very lackluster uh we kind of pulled the audible or i guess you say we pulled the plug on hall h uh once we saw that marvel or disney in general wasn't going to be in hall h on friday or saturday because we were hoping that star wars might have shown up but they're not showing up either so uh wb slash dc just isn't enough to us to camp out for days uh to see their panel Uh, i wouldn't even say it's like even worth camping out period for and that's the thing is that to us because we are a majority marvel fan Mm -hmm. or fan group um yeah that's why we're not going to camp out but we do know people that are big on DC and, you know, they're willing to camp out to see, you know, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, um, or shoot, even some of the WB movies. Um, so I get it. It's just, if they're going to release it later that day, is it really worth seeing or camping out for that, you know? And I feel like wb and dc burn people and they don't do the right fan justice by doing that you know yeah. what i mean um i know rob has been my uh partner in crime when it came to hall h for since the beginning um so i want him to kind of say his piece too so rob what are you thinking about this year's hall h uh, I, yeah, I agree on most of what you said about it being lackluster. Like the, the biggest pulls this year are, are of course, the, the WB panel. Um, everybody's anticipating or speculating that it is going to be Wonder Woman um, and Aquaman footage because that his movie's supposed to be coming out later this year. Um, but I, I would say the other big draw, um, because like there is that void, you know, with Marvel not being there, that you know the other studio studios are seeing the opportunity to capitalize on. Um, and so what I thought was cool and what I was kind of swayed by, what I might be swayed by a little bit is the, at the end of the day on Friday, right before Kevin Smith's panel is the, the Deadpool, um, uh, I don't know what it's not a reunion, but Deadpool two panel. Yeah. So they're going to have, I'm assuming they're going to, yeah, they're going to have the cast there. So you will get to see Thanos hopefully and Ryan Reynolds and, uh, Domino, um, you know, and whoever else they might bring from the cast. But I, you know, that that would be a cool thing to check out. But you know, given the there's a huge gap in between with, uh, I think there's like a, you know, not to say that it's not super important or super awesome. It's just not for us. 
but they have like the Wu-Tang Clan. I think the RZA is going to be there to yeah. talk about martial ar- martial arts and how, you know, soundtracks influence movies and things like that. And then, of course, it's like the, the women of power or uh, powerful women um, panel, which, it, you know, we that's, you know, that's the joke of the Hall H. Anybody that goes to Hall H Saturday knows that that's the panel that everybody leaves to go get food and use the restrooms and stuff. Um, you know, in the past, they've had cool guests, you know, uh, uh, last year, I think it was Charlize Theron. Was was she showed some footage from um, yeah. Atomic Blonde, which was pretty which was nasty. Dope. Yeah, pretty that dope. was dope. Yeah. Did she run that panel by herself? Was there no other women? No, of... no. It was um, it was like the badass women of of Hollywood panel. Yeah, she was the, uh, I guess you could say the star guest because of that movie. Uh-huh. That kind of was a major. Uh, role for a woman let alone it's like a female john wick you know what i mean so they kind of had her as the poster for that panel yeah yeah and i think they had her touch on a little bit too on um on mad max fury road yeah um yeah she she played a badass role in that too but yeah i mean just uh, there's just a huge gap on saturday of you know, they start off really strong with Warner Brothers, and then they end really strongly with the Marvel boot with uh, sorry, not Marvel with um, Deadpool. But yeah, there's all this stuff in between. I'm thinking that you know, after uh, WB clears out, people like leave the panel and stuff. Um, there, you, you, there's a pretty solid chance that you can still get in before Deadpool. Um, so we haven't touched on it yet, but one of the things that we talked about maybe doing um, because Saturday is so lackluster in Hall H is trying for. Um, the Deadpool 2 screening that they're going to sh- be having at the Horton. Um, so I think if we catch L's on that, <laughs> then we might want to look into <laughs> trying to get into Hall H uh, after the fact, maybe like midday or something. Just to you know feel like we've won something, man. If we catch yeah. L's like that too, I'm going to be pretty, pretty bummed about Comic-Con. <laughs> and that's the yeah. thing um, is that we kind of talk about how, yeah, it's 10 years in a row, blah, blah, blah. We've been putting in all this work. We've talked about this numerous times that eventually our luck is going to run out. You know, like eventually they're they're going to make a change and it's going to throw us off. And that's exactly what happened this year. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not a negative thing. It's just times are changing, you know. Excuse me. So, yeah, I mean, if we don't even get in on the Deadpool screening that's going to be very interesting but so we've been kind of oh excuse me i got stuff stuck in my uh throat uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry Mm -hmm. uh geez you're throwing me off uh where was i going with this geez thanks a lot sorry dude Uh, you said you had something stuck in your throat the child came out in me so uh uh let me just so i'll say here um if we if we don't get deadpool 2 tickets I mean, it would suck kind of because, I mean, we didn't go to Hall H. We didn't get Funko. We didn't get Hasbro, Lego, uh, minifigures. We didn't get any of that stuff. Um, We could still cop stuff at bait and all the other um, exclusives that weren't on the portal um, and just collect, you know, do what we do. And we we just collect, you know, like um, I think Randy has the Funko's collecting um for the uh power rangers so it's like it you know it's it's not the end of the world um if we miss out on deadpool 2 it's gonna suck a little bit but at the same time i 
I'll bring it back to like it's a family reunion. Whatever we do, no matter what we do, is gonna be fun. Like, oh, definitely. Uh, I think I think Randy mentioned that um, he briefly mentioned that you know like should we go to uh, was that the masquerade ball? And I went to the masquerade oh, yeah. ball once. I went to the masquerade ball once, uh, like I think in two thousand. Oh God. Like early 2000, like 2011 or something like that. Like before, before I started going with you guys, um, I went then and I was just like, dude, it was, it was fun. Um, and I just, I was excited because it was like a little party dance and like, you know, just a bunch of, a bunch of people, um, you know, a bunch of nerds in a little ball setting. Um, and there's also, I think Saturday is also the, uh, um, the cosplay uh is that the cosplay stuff like where what they do the stuff? like where they do the um cosplay uh like trophies i guess the cosplay that's awards. the masquerade ball is it yeah which one's the which one's the party uh there's a masquerade ball which is the competition and then i think they have a party afterwards uh, that's why they kind of just call it the ball, but yeah, it's all one thing. Oh, okay, no. So the the competition's a masquerade. The masquerade ball is the actual dance, like the. Thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's what I was thinking of going to to the actual competition and seeing like the basically the runway show for all the cosplayers because I think yeah, that'd be kind of cool. So the masquerade ball, um, not just the masquerade ball, but the masquerade. Uh, cosplay competition i think is saturday uh the 21st i'm looking at on their website yeah it's at doors open at eight so i mean assuming so deadpool 2 the screening was supposed to happen later that night yeah like, it starts at nine starts at nine so i mean we'll know by then obviously we'll know by then if we can or cannot make the masquerade but i think it'd be a good you know again because we because we're skipping out on hall h because we did not make any, uh, we didn't cop any uh, exclusives from the exclusive portal. Like it's just, it's totally making us change our, you know, our cookie cutter ways. You know, you know, year in and year out. Before this, we were doing what Thursday was exclusives, Friday was yeah. exclusives and and minifigs, and then camp out for Hall H. Hall H was Saturday all day Saturday. Sunday was just chill. You know. Yep. Now. Instead of doing all that stuff like we have been doing years before and mastered that years before, you know, especially with the Comic Con exclusives portal changing, and then we have Hall H being lackluster, um, and none, you know, only I think we got Conan on Wednesday. Like it's yeah. just you know it's changed, and the game has changed. Son of Flynn. Oh, there was. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez no but okay. that's that's totally true i mean it threw us off um but i feel like we're adapting pretty well it's giving us a chance to finally check out the off-site stuff you know like every year that we've been camping out and doing all these other things we never got a chance to see all of those off-site stuff you know like they had uh the uh obstacle course i think last year for ninja warrior i know they had uh the assassin's creed thing uh and just 
all the other offsite stuff. Like I saw that there's a South Park uh, escape room that I was like, I want to check that out. That sounds kind of cool. Um, so uh, that's one thing that's kind of nice is that even though we don't have those other things to fill our time, we have plenty of other things to do, even without badges. You know, mind you, we're going to do all of that offsite stuff without a badge on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that's great, you know, go to Nerdist, go to Petco, go to, you know, some hotels and party it up with no stress. You know, this is going to be Relaxicon 2018 for us. You know, that's probably what the hashtag is going to be, um, for us just cause yeah, it's no stress. We already know we didn't win any exclusives. We don't have to camp out for anything except for Deadpool and we'll know early if we get that. Um, so it's going to be great. I'm pretty excited because it's a little different. It's just, I feel like we're a little salty cause we don't really like, uh, we don't really like change. Yeah. But, you know, but I, like, again, I said, it'll, no matter what we do, we can, <laughs> we can do whatever we want and it'll still be us you know, getting together on a Saturday night and it'll just be just as fun. So, but because, you know, I mean, there's so many intangibles that we're, you know, there's so many things that's working around us that we have no, you know, we have no say in doing. Like, who knows if we'll get Deadpool 2. That's what, that's where our plan is. But if we don't get it, it'll not be the end of the world. We'll go to the Masquerade Ball, see a cosplay or something. Um, Maybe vote on some, uh, maybe like have like an internal voting system for the masquerade. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I think it'll just be fun. Like again, we're just we're going with the we're rolling with the punches, and we're doing a great job at it. Yeah, you know? I think so. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think we the only alternatives that we had to Hall H was a Deadpool screening and Conan. We struck out on conan for saturday so it's pretty much just conan for you guys on wednesday did they announce who you guys had on uh, for conan no they normally don't they just uh it's basically a surprise for that day yeah i think they might have announced like what the guests will be like what the setups will be for for the for the show's run like i know they're supposed to have a panel or uh the guests is like one of them is supposed to be the breaking bad like reunion yeah um so i know that's supposed to be one of them i'm hoping that it's thursday but that's what i mean is that they've released thursday like, or wednesday wednesday sorry um i hope it's the day that we got it uh <laughs> and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so yeah that's what i mean is like they've they've released like news of who the guests are going to be but you don't know which show um the guests will be yet until you show up that day I, i'm not sure why they've done that maybe it's just to make sure that not everybody like only goes for that one day that everybody you know that's super hype. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I've went for the first time last year and it was an amazing experience. I definitely want to add it to the list of things that we try to go for, um, for Conan. So, um, yeah, man, looking forward to that. Yeah. Was there anything else that you guys want to add about Hall H? What are you guys planning on doing on Sunday? Uh, shopping. That'll be that's my the shopping four day. day. Yeah, that's the that's the swap meet day, man. That's when you catch all those good deals because those those vendors don't want to lug all those boxes and shit home. 
<laughs> yeah, it's funny because so like I have been recently, I'm streaming uh, this recording on my Twitch channel and some of the people in the chat uh, are kind of just chit-chatting and doing their thing and uh, someone commented on my Funko collection behind me and I definitely plan on putting in some work when I get to Comic-Con <laughs> this year for my collection. Uh, my hunt this year is going to be catching up on the Power Ranger pops, the stuff that isn't really in the stores nowadays, because I think the series started in 2016, maybe early 2017, um, so they're not currently in rotation, so I'm just going to be on the hunt for good deals on pops and trying to get all of them to work on my Power Rangers and a few of the other stuff, but yeah, I'm just going to be shopping on Sunday and uh, trying to come up on some deals. Dope. Yeah, I think um, this year will be the first time uh, my girlfriend will be going in a while. Um, and she's playing on cosplaying as Mrs. Incredible. So uh, <laughs> I told her, you better start working on your poses because people are going to ask yeah. you to pose. And I'm going to have to hold your purse and all your shit. <laughs> like, I don't mind. I think it's funny. But I like you better work on your poses. Like You better give me some good poses or something. Um, but she, I was like, you know what? It's your first time at the con, you know, in a couple of years, you know, you plan out the day I'm I'll go with you. And I think she mentioned, um, she mentioned there was like a, uh, like Buffy, the vampire slayer musical to close out the con. I think it's like from three thirty to five or something like that. Uh -huh. Whoa. Yeah. And supposedly it's really fun. Like supposedly it's really, really fun. Like it's very, um, it's very um, like audience uh, like participation type. Okay. So I'm actually pretty excited. Um, uh, you know, aside from aside from the UCC distributing uh, in the morning, <laughs> like I, I have nothing planned. Like I think I'm just gonna go peruse the con floor with her. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully catch some sales going on. Um, and yeah, so I'm leaving that day totally up to her. What about you, Rob? Um, for Sunday, yeah. I mean, that's that's like I mentioned, that's uh, a shopping day. That's swap meet time. Um, for me, I like to pick up like graphic novels. I guess has kind of been my go-to thing. Um, really Sunday. nasty deals. Yeah, they don't. The vendors don't want to take these books home, so you'll see something like a normal, you know, comic uh, collection or something like that. It's normally like fifty bucks. It'll be like twenty bucks or something like that, or you can even talk them down lower. Um, yeah, yeah. I got a one of the illest deals I got on a Sunday was the uh, Infinite Crisis, like hardback from DC Comics. Um, still haven't read it. <laughs> is that the collection? Is that where you got your uh, Watchmen graphic novel too? <laughs> uh, no, I actually picked that up from uh, from comics and stuff. That was like right when the movie got announced. I was like, I got to see what everybody's talking about. Yeah, for the yeah. loungers that might be listening right now, uh, that's a reference uh, from a while back during our Comic Con, our other Comic Con podcast, where Rob, for some reason, used to always bring the Watchmen graphic novel with him, and but never it was read it. very heavy. Oh, very heavy. Yeah, and he wouldn't have time to read it. Not the whole thing. <laughs> Not the whole Not thing. The whole never. Thing. I never finished it. Yeah. But I remember when I kind of caught on to it i was like dude why do you keep bringing that giant graphic novel that's super heavy with you uh and i used to give him a hard time 
but uh, recently he hasn't brought it, so that's why I kind of <laughs> referenced it a little, a little bit. Scary, Gino, bro. It's on my tablet. <laughs> it's on your cell phone it's now. You're just reading it. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, one question I, I want to bring to you guys is um, how are you guys like? I mean, we're all getting hyped this week. It's it's annual Comic Con week. How are you guys prepping though? Like, uh, I, I read once on Reddit that some guy like three months before Comic Con will just start walking like during the day to like build up his uh, his <laughs> stamina, stamina or whatever. For, What's and, it, like, the hell? And standing, I swear, dude, you gotta you gotta dig for it. But this guy like you know posted it to that somebody had asked on reddit like how do you prep and then this guy legitimately said yeah i remember that post because you gotta remember (laughs) some people's jobs like they just sit at a desk all day and there's nothing wrong with that yeah and they're going zero to a hundred yeah exactly so some people Mm -hmm. need to get into that one of my things that i'm gonna bring is uh tylenol because oh like dude how many times are you walking around and you're just like your legs are just hurting or your back is just killing you? I'm like, no, I'm just gonna be drugged up and I'll be good to things go. Things change, bro. Now that you're 30, bro, you don't. I know. Like everything hurts. Oh, man. Just, oh man, don't remind me. But uh, yeah, like as far as getting ready, right behind me is my luggage case and it's empty right now. Uh, you know, but I have tomorrow. Uh, my cousin JD is going to be in town and he's going to be driving down with me. So, uh, so you're going to pack while he drives? Yes. <laughs> no, it's just uh, we're going to have like a little hype. All right, let's get ready for Comic Con uh, session in, in my house and oh, got to start man, packing JD, and talking bro. about it. You know, just like Rob and I used to do back in the day when uh, <laughs> Rob used to live with me. Uh, I think there were two Comic Cons that we went to when we lived together, and yeah, we used to just have hype, uh, hype events at the apartment where we would just pack and talk about ridiculous things and stuff like that. Um, but as far as getting ready, yeah, I'm gonna be packing, making sure that I have dope outfits, but very comfortable outfits. Mm. You know, like in the chat right now. It was mentioned uh, to bring my ultra boosts, so I'm definitely gonna be bringing some boost um, to the convention. If you don't know what boost is, uh, Adidas, the shoe company, has a uh, technology has that they use. That yeah, it's basically pillows for your feet. Um, they're we're not super just about, comfortable. We're not just talking about any pillows. We're talking about like in the middle of the night when you flip your pillow over. Ooh, that's that, the cool the, side. Ooh. Yeah. Oh man, that yeah. refreshing side. Just yeah. imagine all of that on your feet. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So I have on have I, blah, I plan on having boost. Uh, a bunch of pairs of shorts. You gotta have your jacket. Gotta have one. Just a light jacket for whenever you're in a panel or in the convention hall because it gets a little chilly in there. Mm-hmm. Um. And the loungers don't know this yet, but it is a long-standing Comic-Con tradition for us, for me to bring our honored guest. I'm going to say it. I'm going to bring it up. Our honored guest, John Morrison. Mm -hmm. Most of the loungers, if they're into that stuff, know that he is a wrestler. 
uh, professional. I think he's on WWE, or if he's not, he was. Um, but he is a wrestler. And the backstory behind that, well, what it is, is that it's actually just a pog. Uh, yeah. A, a pog with him on it. The backstory behind that was I randomly found him. Uh, I think he was in one of my drawers or something like that. I don't even know whose it was, but he was in my drawer. Excuse me. Um, and I, as a gag, somebody put it in my backpack, and I found it one year at Comic-Con, and I basically said that this is the reason why we did so well at Comic-Con. It's because John Morrison was in my backpack, and he's kind of like our... Uh, we pray to him, I guess you could say. He's our good luck charm. So every year... I would say that we pray to him. Maybe not pray. Praise okay, him. fine. Not pray. I would, say we, I would say we praise him. We praise. Okay, praise. Not pray. We don't get on our knees and stuff and, and pray to him. But like a... he's our good luck charm. So every right. year, we, we take out the pog. And for good luck, we rub his abs. <laughs> and... Uh, we have a good convention, and he's always in my backpack. Right now, he's in my backpack, and I'll make sure that he makes it down there to make sure that we have a good a good year at Comic-Con. Um, but, yeah, and another thing I'm going to make sure I bring, or I've got to look for it, is my external battery. That is a must-have. If you go to Comic-Con, you have to have an external battery for your phone. Just whether that's for movies, that's for music... Uh, posting on social media, keeping up on Twitter. Uh, Twitter is a huge tool for Comic-Con. Um, that's where we get a lot of our uh, hot info on where to find things and stuff like that. So an external battery helps with that, especially considering the outlets in the convention center get hogged up a good amount. But uh, yeah, that's basically it for me. Rob, what are you packing? Mm. Uh, I would say, yeah, probably most important is uh, is the external battery. Um, just there's been numerous times where you're just taking a bunch of photos, or you accidentally leave like a Pornhub link open on your phone, and it just starts draining the battery. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely helps to have that ready to go. Um, it's also really cool, like if you're walking around too, and someone else needs that charge, to uh, you can just you know open it up and be like, here you go, man, I got you. Yeah, um, I would say besides the external battery, the other big thing that I'm uh, very that I think is invaluable is uh, insoles that are <laughs> from uh, Roadrunner here in San Diego. Yeah, um, dude. Any ever since I made that change and any like shoes I put them in, uh, besides the ones that I actually work out with, I, I also put them in my um, my Roche runs. And whenever I rocked those last year Comic Con, I had no problems with my feet last year. Um, compared to years previous where it would just, yeah, you'd be hurting by like Friday, all the walking and stuff, Thursday preview night and stuff. It's just, it was just too much. So um, no, those definitely help out. So those would be my recommendations. Um, what else would I say to bring? Um, if you have, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. So it's only if you're camping out, but the, uh, the other good thing I would say to have is uh, some kind of plastic bag. I used uh, the bag that for my sleeping bag. And so while I was camping out, I had my sleeping bag out because I was obviously like, you know, sleeping in it. And I put my shoes and all my other important stuff in the in the plastic bag for the sleeping bag because it kept it dry. Uh, a lot of people forget that, you know, we're camping out on the bay or, you know, right, right there on the water. 
Um, and so at night and in the morning time, you get that dew all over all your mm, shit. Getting moist. And it could just <laughs> ruin shoes and, you know, that other shirt that you were going to change into or whatever is, is now completely drenched. So, uh, or if you have like electronics and stuff, man, you could definitely get some water damage on the phones. So um, definitely think of that. Uh, Granny boy, you brought up bringing a Tylenol. I never think to bring up like medicine or anything. <laughs> so that's definitely on there. Um, last year, I got a nasty, nasty sunburn. So I'll definitely be packing some sunblock. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, man, just, just play it smart, you know, um, pack stuff that I guess you would need if you were in like urban camp. That's the only way I could explain it. Yeah. Alan, how about you, man? How are you prepping? What are you packing? Uh, you know, same same old stuff every year. Uh, I think we mentioned we were going to camp out, so I got to bring the I got to bring the um, sleeping bag. And I got to bring a a pillow that I'm willing to dispose of at the end of the week, because because those I don't know about you guys, but those pillows get grimy. Um, yep. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So like you know, just like a five dollar, nine dollar pillow over at Target or something. Ooh, you're springing for the nine dollar ones, huh? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's, you know. Mm-hmm. Can't cheap out on sleep, bro. All right, um, yeah, I feel you. So, I, yeah. So, like, I guess if if there was something that we had to tell the beginners for Comic Con what to do, um, there would definitely be bring an external battery because you won't be able to charge at the con. Yep. Uh, you know, bring deodorant. Mm-hmm. Don't don't skip out on deodorant because that's nasty. Don't be one of those guys. Yeah, don't we, or one of those girls because our girls. We all know, yeah, we yeah. all know girls can be musty too. Um, and then check up on the twitters on the Twitterverse to make sure that whatever you know, you know, there's the outside Hall H uh, line Twitter that we were all up on last year. Um, you know, there's pretty much just a Twitter account for pretty much anything at Comic Con. Uh, you know, you have original Funko. Uh, Bait has a Twitter account. You know, you just check up on check up on everything on Twitter. Like everything that you have to deal with on for a Comic Con, check up on Twitter. Nerdist, um, Wired Cafe, anything like that. Um, so, external battery, deodorant, Twitter, um, insoles. Bring good shoes. Uh, I'm planning on bringing some Boost, uh, just like Randy said. Um, like I'm planning on bringing either my Yeezys or oh, my EQTs. My um, yeah, just something you know, something comfortable. You're gonna be on your feet for most of the day. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> you know, just you know, have that have that ready to go. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it for for as far as for the beginners. Um, is there anything else that you guys like to add? Like you know, if you're a first timer coming coming to the con, or or anything like for a beginner, like for a newbie to the con, like, is there anything else that you'd like to add to the list? Uh, actually mm-hmm. I did to kind of add on to that pillow thing. One thing I learned much later was to mark one side of your pillow, mark the side of your pillow that always goes on the ground. Oh yeah. Um, I learned that later. <laughs> Basically that, like what I do is I put a giant X on one side of my pillow and that side always goes onto the floor just so you don't mix up, you know, the side that goes onto your face because you don't want to put your face on the floor, right? So just uh, just a little tip there just to stay hygienic a little bit. Uh, mark that 
mark that pillow up. Um, and then, like we said, you're just going to throw it out later. So, you know, just uh, mark it up. But, Rob, what you got, buddy? Everything uh, to add to the list? Not necessarily a thing to bring. It's just like a precaution before you head here, especially for traveling internationally. Um, one of the things I remember seeing it, like, definitely stuck in my head is in the Hasbro line. Um, some people were trying to buy, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of exclusives and their credit cards were getting denied. Um, so my advice to everybody out there is if you're traveling to Comic-Con, especially if you're out of state, even if you're, even if you're local, if you're San Diego, the vendors that are here have their headquarters like in other states. So like Funko, when you swipe the card, it'll say coming from like Everett, Washington or something like that. But your card is also being swiped in San Diego downtown. A lot of credit card companies will think it's fraud or something like that. And so they'll shut your card down. And then you won't have any access to money and stuff at Comic-Con. So if you are traveling, make sure you call your credit card companies and let them know, hey, I'm going to be abroad. Um, make sure you uh, don't lock me out. Um, any other big thing, I guess, not don't bring too much of it. Um, I would say to get uh, to bring cash. Um, you know, you want to have cards for available for whenever you got to swipe. But a lot of the smaller vendors, mom and pop shops, um, you can kind of swing them a little bit if you're like, oh, okay, I want to get this. It's 50 bucks, but I'll give you 20 cash. And they'll be like, okay, that's, you know, we don't have to do any extra kind of, you know, credit card or anything like that. So we'll just swap cash. Um, so yeah, I would say that too. Um, so another thing I want to bring up to you guys, uh, especially for us being local and stuff, is shopping for food outside of Comic-Con. Um, so what what do you guys have to add to that piece of of conversation. Low leaders. <laughs> Low leaders. If you are Huge visiting, endorsement. If you yeah. are visiting from out of town. Never had a California burrito. Yeah, never, had a, never had a California burrito or a burrito in your life. You know, let's not talk about Taco Bell or let's not talk about, you know, El, like, you know, El Torito or whatever the hell on the border. Um, let's talk about Low leaders, Mexican taco shop um it's across the street like if you the pedestrian bridge near petco park um it's over there uh, when you get off the bridge going to petco park it's just literally keep going down the street and you'll find it um but i you know lolita's is just amazing if you're if you're coming to san diego not even for comic-con um yeah. check out lolita's um <clears throat> if you like um they obviously have more than just California burritos there. Like if you can't eat heavy for some reason, um, you know, they have, you know, rolled tacos, everything there, everything there pretty much is legit. I'll, I'll go ahead and say that. And what's even more dope is that sometimes Lolita's will have, um, will have the, uh, what's that called? Like they'll have like Comic-Con uh, shirts. Yeah. Um, so I would check that out. Um, if you are, you know, if you're coming from out of town, uh, little Italy's not too far. It's like an Uber drive away. Pretty much everything's so close, you know, just, just go out, have fun. Little Italy's a, a nice spot to go try, you know, check out the gas lamp quarter. Um, there's pretty much anything there. Um, if you're, if your hotel allows it, you know, allows you to cook or something, there's grocery stores everywhere. In downtown, you have Grocery Outlet off of Market, um, and then you also have Ralph's not too far from there as well. 
Uh, and I think there's an Albertsons down there too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then, of course, in the middle of the night during a campout, across the street from Lolita's is the 7-Eleven. So if you're yeah. out in the middle of the night, uh, you need to grab something to eat, uh, you know, something to just munch on. There's chips, uh, pretty much just convenience food available at the 7-Eleven over there. So check that out. Um, I, I don't recommend buying anything inside of the con for food just because it's overpriced. Just like any, you know, just like anywhere you go for like, you know, theater food, uh, concert food, anything. Like, don't get anything inside of the con. There's much better options and cheaper options outside of the con. Um, if you like breweries, like if you like beer, check out Monkey Paw Brewing. Um, it's it's kind of a ways away from from the from the convention center, but it is. I think a couple of years ago they said like if you brought in your badge, you get like ten percent off your off your um, total. So I think I thought that was pretty dope. But um, definitely just enjoy the sights down to downtown uh, and everything San Diego has to offer. Everything is just an Uber drive away. Um, and oh, by the way, an Uber drive away. Speaking of picking up an Uber or picking up any ride, they are shutting off the um, Harbor Drive directly in front of the convention center. So if you are thinking of coming down to the convention center and do not have a badge, um, do not come to Harbor Drive. So pretty much anywhere in between the trolley tracks and the convention center is going to be blocked off to only those who have badges. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys read that. But yeah. um, for our loungers who are listening at home or are on their way to us from wherever, do not go in front of the convention center if you do not have a badge. Um, you need to have a badge in front of the convention center. They're going to block that off to all traffic. Um, so they, they're not allowing any drop-offs there. Um, the shuttles will be operating there. Um, so just, you know, just be mindful of that. Um, Harbor Drive is what it's called, Harbor Drive. It's going to be a closure. Um, and if you're coming out of town, again, you can take the trolley, check out downtown, check out the gas lamp. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get into some, some questions. We had quite a few questions um, this week from our Instagram. Unless you guys want to add anything else to the to the cat podcast. Uh, no, man, no. I'm ready. Good. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. All right, so um, there was a, there was two questions on our Instagram, um, and the first question comes from at Jennifer. <laughs> um, and Randy, I'll I'll let you answer this first. Um, Jennifer asks. Is there anything you missed in previous years that is haunting you to this day? Oh, man, a big one. You guys already know, I think, where I'm going with this. It happened last year. It's not even an exclusive. Or you might say it's an exclusive because of uh, the context. But last year, I'll, I'll uh, have a little story time again with the lounge. So last year, we got a hotel at the Marriott right next door to the convention center, which was awesome. Um, we were walking into our hotel from the main road, and uh, I'm a big fan of Nerdist, specifically Nerdist News, and more specifically, Jessica Chobot. And mm. we were walking to the hotel as she was walking out of the hotel all by herself, 
just doing her thing like a normal person. I noticed her and I was like, wait, that's Jessica Chobot. That's awesome. So as she walked by us, I was like, hey, Jessica, how's it going? And she said, oh, hey, I'm good. And kept walking. <laughs> and I was like, that was awesome. But then after the fact, yeah, after the fact, I was like, wait, I should have taken a picture with her. Oh, man. So to this day and the rest of the con, I think that happened on like Saturday or something like that. No, it had to be earlier because it was during the day. So I'm going to say Thursday it might have happened. Um, And... The whole con, I was just salty that I didn't even think about taking a picture with her. Um, so now it's kind of a mission of mine to go to a meetup or to go to a panel or something where she's at and try to get a picture with her. Um, mm. Because, yeah, that was my biggest L, at least in recent history, that I got. Um, and, yeah, it still haunts me to this day. What about you, Rob? What's, what's eating at you? Oh man, I still have nightmares about it. Um, but this was the the same year that Marvel didn't show up. Um, we were hyped for Hall H still because we weren't aware of the WB distributing the uh, trailers the way they do. But we yeah, also I think hyped. that was the first year too, right? Um, yeah. And uh, we were hyped also for the Fox panel um, because there was rumored to be the the Deadpool one like footage and stuff, which we did get to see. Yeah, but. Um, we were also hyped because we knew Friday that we were gonna have a Star Wars panel, so we were like, "Oh, how are we gonna divide our time? What should we do?" And I think we got swayed by the Friday, what the exclusives for the minifigures. We decided to ditch the Hall H line for Friday Star Wars, and we we're like, "Let's just try and go for exclusives again." So we went and cop like Lego exclusives that day, and then we went and tried to get in line for the minifigure, which I mean, we it was okay. I think I still made like some money doing reselling, but. You know, the the sway was also that someone was like, they're not going to show you anything that you're not going to see in other trailers and stuff for Star Wars. So why even go? And I was like, ah, oh, that's true, man. That trailer is going to show up. There's no way they're going to just save it just for us. It's going to hit the internet and everything. So it's fine. We'll skip it. Q2 later that night, <laughs> everybody that went to the Star Wars panel, oh my they, got, God. they got the behind the scenes like feature that, that did get shown on TV and stuff. So that wasn't a big thing. Um, but then everybody that was in the panel got uh, badges to go to the harbor to watch a free concert. Uh, I think it was by the San Diego Symphony. And they were yeah. going to be playing a bunch of Star Wars songs. There was a fireworks show. And to make matters worse, everybody that entered and had the, the badge to get into the show, everybody that walked in got a fucking lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they walked out. Oh, man. Like, they all walked out together. And they were... Um... Uh, they were when you they lead marched. Somebody, yeah, they were marched. But when you lead somebody to something, like I, uh, I don't know, I don't know the correct term. But the stormtroopers from the five hundred first, um, yeah, walked them from the convention center from Hall H into at to their seats at the uh, you know to the Seaport Village, which is directly behind the convention center. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Kevin Smith had mentioned it's like, all right, well. You know, whoever's here for my, <laughs> whoever's here for my, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, for my panel. But, um, you know, and then Han Solo, you know, the cast was there. Yeah. For episode, you know, for episode seven. So, sorry, Rob. 
I, I, that was a huge one. Um, I'm, I'm almost sure like we all played a part in that. Well, um, I know when we were into in the talks on what we should camp out for, we were mm -hmm. having a hard time deciding because we knew that by the time we got out of Star Wars, it would have been really late to jump into the Saturday Hall H line. So we didn't want to risk, okay, well, we, we had to weigh the, the pros and cons. Okay, Star Wars, no. which is one panel, or Hall H Saturday, and it's a full day worth of panels. You know what I mean? Right. Um, which was one of the big things. And then, to make matters worse, people that went to Star Wars still jumped into the line and still got into the uh, Saturday Hall H panels that we were camping out for. So that's just a little bit more salt into the wound. But oh yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. That's definitely a big a big L that we got that day. It was not fun. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was a rough one. Uh, all right, we'll get into the next uh, question from our good friend Shane. Woohoo! Um, was also on our Instagram page. Again, if you haven't followed us, follow us on Instagram, the Lounge SD, one word. Um, Shane asks. Um, she has quite a few questions in here. Uh, we'll we'll just go into a speed round here. Hottest, weirdest cosplay, Randy, go. Ooh. Uh, uh, hottest? You just choose one. Yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, April O'Neil. The actual porn star that dresses up <laughs> as April O'Neil. As April O'Neil? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Rob. I remember seeing her once and oh. on point. Sorry. Yep. Dope. All right. Rob. Hottest, weirdest Same cosplay, question? choose one. Yeah. Oh. Hottest, weirdest uh, for both categories was probably Titty Kruger. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Did we go into that? I, yeah, we, know, went, the, we went into yeah. that the last one. Or the, yeah, okay. the Comic-Con podcast. Gotcha. So the, for the uninitiated, right. for the uninitiated uh, there was a, a pretty knowledgeable lady that was walking around. And uh, I think Randy and Rob ran into her in separate occasions. Um, and she was dressed as Freddy Krueger, hence the name Titty Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, um, I'll up. go ahead and say hottest, weirdest cosplay for me. Um, anything Jessica Negri. Oh, God. Anything Jessica Negri. Um, so longest camp out, Randy, go. Longest camp out, 36 hours. Rob's going to have the same answer because we were together. Boom. Last year, Hall H. <laughs> yeah. I joined for the last... I joined for the last 12 hours for that. Boom. Okay. All right. You showed up with um, pizza. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, best Hall H experience. Randy, go. Best Hall H experience. Hmm. Best one. Uh, when Loki showed up and did the whole speech. Uh, the bit. Yeah, the whole... Yeah, he showed up in the whole uh, outfit, and he was in character, chanting. Ooh, man, another one that was... Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> yeah, for the uninitiated, if you want to catch that, that's all over YouTube. Uh, just yeah. search Loki Comic-Con, or San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Hall H. I'm pretty sure it'll show up. Rob, what's your best Hall H experience? I would have to say last year, man. Um, the entire so the entire Marvel panel... <laughs> We were oh, hoping for an God. Infinity War trailer, and we got, uh, what do we get? I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy, and then a little bit of Ragnarok, 
and also Black Panther. Black Panther. Yep. Right, right. So then we got those Black Panther, but the freaking Black Panther with the uh, Kendrick Lamar, dude. Yeah, exclusive. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was a different trailer. Different trailer. Um, so we got those, and then they were going off stage, and they were like, "All right, guys, that's it." And they started heading off stage, and we were like, basically crying. We were getting ready to like, flip chairs <laughs> and be like, "No freaking way!" Especially because we had heard that they showed an Infinity War trailer at D twenty three just weeks before, so we yeah. knew that they had it. And then I think it was Feige came out and he was like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, we got quite a bit of Avengers here. So let's have them all come back out. And so they brought out Thor, Black Panther. Did they announce uh, uh, Captain Marvel? Oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man was there too. Oh, Ant-Man. Oh, Captain Marvel was the year before with the hats. Right. I remember seeing the picture with Brie Larson in the hat. Yeah. Um, So it it was just a few of the Avengers. It was like three or four of the guys came out. And it was the same guys that had movies um for phase three and so yeah they were all there and they were like yeah we have we have infinity war we're gonna show it and then they showed it um and it's it's the footage and trailer is not anything that's been shown on tv at least that cut um so that's that's my hall h memory is is seeing that the the okie doke and then the reveal was was ill yeah so that's fine uh best hall h memory for me or experience for me would um would probably probably be the fantastic uh beast um oh, conan yeah. yeah conan o'brien was a moderator um and then uh slowly but surely people started to trickle out brothers and they were dressed in character time period um like to the time period as fantastic beasts um and they were just lining up in the in the um what's it called in the hall in the aisles and you're kind of just like, what the hell's going on? And then uh, was Eddie Redmayne is the dude, uh, Newt Scamander. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. right. Um, he was like, he's like, hmm, let's, you know, like he was doing a little bit. And then uh, Conan O'Brien, you know, those people started coming out. The Conan was like, everyone in the audience is going to get their own Newt Scamander wand from Warner Brothers. And it was just dope. Like, like as a Harry, po- as a big Harry Potter fan. Um, I was just, you know, that was just magical to me, um, pun intended. Uh, so, uh, you know, that was probably my best Hall H experience. And then followed by uh, Aquaman running down with a fucking trident. Um, yeah, that was pretty dope. That was that was pretty sick. I mean, uh, uh, Jason Momoa is just is just uh, hype character in anything that he does. He's just hype. He's a good human being. Um, uh so just seeing that was pretty cool um so again shane has two more questions and we're gonna go in speed round here stay in speed round w's and l's we'll go randy what's your biggest l biggest l is oof. <sighs> not getting anything this year for exclusives except for the poster boom Fuck, man! You're starting off the starting off week like that, bro. Oh yeah. Biggest dub. Um. Ooh, my dragon dagger wand that I mentioned in our previous podcast, uh, where it was gifted to me after the fact of me giving mine away after getting selected. So karma definitely played a role in that comic so karma yep comic karma yeah comic carmelian um so 
Rob, biggest W? Biggest W from Comic-Con, man? Oh, shoot. I, I, I think it would have to come down to something Lego. Oh, uh, one of the biggest <laughs> Ws I got, it was before they did the vouchers and stuff. I don't know if Randy will you remember this. We went on preview night, and I, I went to the Lego booth, and it was like wrapped around for people trying to buy the exclusive, oh, yeah, I remember. whatever they were. I think it was like one of them was like the Hobbit hole, and the other thing was like a Star Wars thing. Um, and I like walked in to the to the sales side where they were just going to like selling their normal Lego stuff, not the exclusives. And the lady like got confused or like didn't. She sent me to the wrong register, and I was faking like I was gonna buy the DeLorean from Back to the Future. And then um, I was like, oh wait, um, am I able to buy exclusives now? I've totally played dumb. And she was like, oh, yeah, you totally can. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I totally bought the exclusives for Lego that year, <laughs> cutting, like, hundreds of people in line. So Dude, I'm reason, sorry. This is The reason why we have RNG now is because of people like you. <laughs> <laughs> so karma on one end, on the good side, oh and karma gosh, on the right. other end. <laughs> All right. And biggest L, Rob. Biggest L. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, biggest L, oof, uh, copying exclusives wise is probably when, when I struck out, whenever I got up to that, um, to the Lego minifigure tablet oof. and you had to press the button. Oh yes or God. no. Anytime yeah. you saw a bad cop in the red, like, no, you, sorry, you didn't oh win. I wanted to rage flip that tablet over and like punch a Lego employee, but you know, I just, I kept my cool. Yeah. That's, so. that sucks year in and year out. Like just waiting and you're waiting in line for a long time. <laughs> Hours, man. Getting sunburned. Yeah. Especially when you get cut in line by a bunch of friends. Oh or... my gosh. Here we go. <laughs> Salt. Yeah. Deep rooted. Oh my man. gosh. Um, so biggest dub for me would probably be... Uh, um, man, what would be the biggest dub? Uh, I would say... Uh, brrr, Probably the Magic the Gathering nerf axe, just because we resold it like immediately for like almost double. And I think that's I think because I the reason why I got I got two that year was because I got the um Friday badge. I think I got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I had separate badges for each day that year. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I got I got to pick up multiple badges or multiple nerf axes. Oh so I yeah, got, that's I got pretty good resale on that. One of the flaws that. of the stamp system for the badges is that yeah. if you have individual days, they don't track it. So yeah, compared to if you have all days. Yeah, uh, and biggest L would probably be um, Funko every year, especially this year because I haven't. Um, I wasn't just you know I wasn't. That's the only thing I was looking forward to was Funko, but uh, I don't know. I'll make it work. And then we are Shane. We already had just talked about advice for first timers, so uh, just refer back to a couple minutes before this. Um, unless you guys have anything to add for advice for first timers, mm, take a and, shower. Yes, <laughs> as much as possible. Yes, yeah, Get as often as you can. Um. Yeah. Yeah, just comfort, comfort over style. Uh, uh, just be comfortable. You're gonna be on your feet for all day. Uh, there's not, there's no seats whatsoever in the con unless you go into a ballroom. Um, so don't plan on it. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Don't eat anything spicy if you're 
if it's spicy going in and spicy coming out because you may not get to a clean uh, restroom as often as you like. Um, yeah, uh, that would just be my advice for first timers. So uh, that wraps it up for our Instagram questions and that pretty much wraps it up for our podcast. Uh, anything you guys would like to add? Mm, no, I mean, we hit on a good amount. We can definitely talk about Comic-Con for a very long time. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we actually have to cut it short. <laughs> yeah, we have to have we have to have to some boundaries here. So, again, guys, if you guys want to follow us along on our journey through Comic-Con week, uh, you can check us out on Instagram, TheLoungeSD, all one word. Um, T-H-E-L-O-U-N-G-E-S-D, all one word. Uh, check us out on Instagram. We're going to be posting uh, stories, Instagram posts uh, all throughout the week. Um, you could also follow Bonesaw on Instagram. Is it Bonesaw Twitch? Uh, on Instagram, it is Bonesaw with a zero underscore Twitch. Uh, and you can see my feed on there. And that's going to be my exclusive uh, posting. Uh, I won't use my personal account at all. It'll just be that account so hit me yeah. up with a follow and you'll see all the shenanigans that we get into yeah guys it's gonna be a busy week and then sometime next week we're gonna try to fit in the comic-con review and yes. post mm-hmm. you know, post con um so again guys thank you very much for sticking around uh and listening to our podcast and uh supporting us so um again my name's alan i'm randy and i'm rob and we'll catch you guys next time Bros, it's Comic Con week. Ooh. Is it Comic Con week? I say it starts tomorrow, bro. I think you're jumping tomorrow. the gun. Uh, do you look at a calendar? What day does the week start on? <laughs> Not, all calendars start. Not all calendars start on, on Sunday, no. though. No, the majority of them do. <laughs> <laughs>